You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Welcome, everyone. We are here to talk about America's largest scam. No, I am not talking about insurance. Okay, maybe we're talking about drone insurance, but is maybe not a scam in some cases. So but I don't think I would call out drone insurance specifically if we want to talk. Scam. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't say that that's a scam, but I, I think that there are some other insurances that might be title insurance scam worthy. I think title insurance is a scam. I think health insurance is a scam. Yeah. Personally. Hmm. Okay, starting off on a depressing note. No, we want to get your attention. Make sure that you are here to learn and have some fun. Aye, 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 but today aye, aye, aye. we're going to be talking an update on drone insurance. It seems to update almost on an annual basis. And almost on an annual basis, it seems like global aerospace is creating a monopoly in this particular industry vertical. But we got a fun show today, Rob. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk a little bit about it. Honestly, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, it's insurance, but we'll get get into it a little bit and try to give you some information that is useful and beneficial. But I would also say that insurance, while it's not fun to talk about and it does suck, mm. uh, it is the only justification in my eyes for having a Part 107 certificate because um, at the end of the day, if something bad does happen to you, you need to be able to utilize your insurance. And if you're not following FAA guidelines, you yeah. can't do that. So. Yeah. And, and we, we have to say too that as a, a continuance of this preface, because of the word scam being used. Which was just a way to get your attention, by the way. Okay. <laughs> it's critically important. I was watching, I think it was Bloomberg a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about what's going on in the Red Sea, and they were interviewing one of the CEOs of one of the shipping companies, right? Was it Maersk by chance? M-A- I don't think it was. E- okay. No, it was actually, it was actually one of the software companies that does all the scheduling. Oh. for multiple shipping companies. It was really interesting. Now that I think about it, it was actually on the All In podcast they were talking oh, to. Oh, okay. It was a friend of uh, David Sachs. I was going to say, it's it's not typical to have good information on Bloomberg, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Anyways, the point was he made the point that we can do all these things, we can have our schedules right, et cetera, et cetera, but if we can't get insurance, which we may not be able to do because they're afraid that our ship's going to get sunk because the risk is so much higher, we literally cannot float, right? We can't ship stuff. Wow. So that's how important insurance is. It is wow. It is no joke. It is no joke. And meanwhile, Without insurance, meanwhile, yesterday, we don't float. There was an attack on three destroyers in the of Red ours? Sea. Uh-huh. By who? Uh, by the Houthis, a.k.a. Iran. So, All right, I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, uh, yeah, they should just, you know, bomb the batteries that are flying missiles at us, but our president refuses to, to do that for some odd reason. Maybe it's because he's bought out by China. All right, so let's get into today's question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm pretty sure uh, James O'Keefe just put the kibosh on, uh, on being able to not say that. Let's just put it that way. It's pretty clear as glass now, so treason anyone anyone let's keep going hey guys jill here from northern new hampshire i'm hoping that uh, christmas and new year celebrations were epic for you my question today is about liability insurance can you compare pros and cons of individual pay per hour type insurance versus purchasing a year-long liability package for this question i'm not really considering hull insurance for damage to my own equipment 
I'm interested in which companies of which type you think provide the best products for the best prices per flight versus year long. By the way, speaking of epic, that jacket that Paul is wearing is epic. Enjoy the day, guys. Love you all. Love what you do. Thank you for all of it. Ah, Jill, we love you too. Jill is an amazing part of the DroneU community and has been for a little while. And just frankly, she's an inspiration. Um, So thank you, Jill, for all that you give and your participation. It it matters and and we appreciate it. Thank you for the question. Um, And thanks for being in all the coaching calls last year. Yeah, so consistent. Just so committed to learning and growing and and making things happen for herself. And yeah, I, I just, I love watching Jill work. But so insurance, it's an interesting, I suppose, question in the sense that even when, Jill, you ask all the different companies, there are not that many companies <laughs> that we're talking about, right? I think we're talking primarily, let's be real, about global aerospace. So call any broker anywhere and to get a true... I even tried to challenge this and I lost. Keep he going. He tried to challenge this. <laughs> and I lost, just, just to say. <laughs> call a broker, just name the broker. And they're going to tell you, and I feel about 99.8% confident. If you find somebody that is different from what I'm about to say, please let us know because we'll have so much business for them that it will be crazy. Us, us too. Us included in that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That So any of these brokers that you call, ultimately they're going to tell you that right now, Global Aerospace is probably where they're going to get your insurance from. You can go directly to Global Aerospace. I don't think that's necessarily going to save you any money to do so. And I think ultimately, Global has made relationships with the brokers and places like even Skywatch, I think, such that it allows Global to access a broader market of smaller companies still capture those premiums, but not have to deal with those customers because I think global is probably now this is conjecture on my part at this point, but probably they're going to want to deal with the big companies. Right. And I totally understand that economies of scale. It's a thing and it makes a lot of sense. But in terms of your specific question, Jill, as far as comparing kind of the per flight or even, I don't know, per day, insurance options versus an annual option. And specifically when it comes to liability, there's two things that come to mind and maybe you have some others or you can kind of spur thinking here. But one is, of course, cost. When you talk about the difference between the two, you're going to save quite a bit. If you're flying regularly, trying to rely on the per flight or daily or even weekly or something along those lines, because you can do that, I think, with like a Skywatch, I believe I might be wrong on that because we haven't done that in so long. But it's going to save you a fair amount. I mean, you're talking 30, 40% if you do an annual premium totally. versus the by flight, et cetera. So if you're flying regularly, it's not going to be difficult to get greater value by doing an annual policy, right? And here's a couple more things that are going to come out of that. One, what I might worry about is what if you, maybe you're very disciplined or you have a great checklist and you follow it. Most people don't. If you don't do so and you go take a flight and for whatever reason you were rushed, the client said, come over now and you didn't engage or you didn't activate the insurance, 
Now you're flying without liability insurance. That's a very real thing, by the way. Absolutely. I think I, it happens more than we realize. I And you have to be honest with yourself that that does happen because even I, who I feel like I'm very staunch about pre-flight and whatnot, mm-hmm. even I have caught myself like, oh, shit, I almost had a crash. Was my insurance on? Oh, shit, it wasn't. And that was kind of before the days of we just had annual policies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I would say sometimes the con of an annual policy is that if you have a lot of drones in your fleet, it's difficult to... To take one drone off, put one drone on. Although Skywatch makes that relatively easy now. Which is why I would say that they're the pro and who to go with, even though they've fallen off a proverbial cliff. But as far as rates are concerned, yeah, they're and that's very because expensive I, now. They, they went up a lot. They went up a lot. And my guess is that is because, this is a guess, but it's because of their relationship with Global. And because I think Global probably has the data to say you can charge more and you should charge more yeah. in terms of the risk assessment, which is what insurance is all about. They're, I think they're basing their premiums on obviously the risk of whatever it is they're talking about. And then they've got to be able to put money aside to create reserves to pay out claims whenever they happen. So, yeah, I mean, it really is that simple. I believe I'm fairly confident that if you do a, a, like a per flight insurance premium, the liability and, and the, the terms of that policy are essentially the same as if you do an annual policy. I have not done a very specific comparison. So it's like me saying, if I'm talking about a particular stock, this is not investment advice. This is not insurance advice. You definitely want to make the comparisons yourself or talk to a broker who can tell you that. Although the place to talk to, I think, would be somebody like Skywatch who does both. Because if you call up a broker, which, man, honestly, brokers have frustrated me, even with somebody like us, Drone You, which, you know, we have the potential to bring a lot of premiums to a broker. Man, it is hard to find a responsive one. And I'm not going to call out the one that I've recently tried to engage with. Because you suck. Just kidding. But it, it was very frustrating. <laughs> And, and For I, Rob to say that you suck means you really suck. Well, <laughs> technically, Paul said you suck. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, a broker is probably not going to be able to tell you the difference between one of those per-flight policies and an annual policy because I'm guessing 95, 99% of them aren't going to know anything about like what Skywatch does. There might be one out there that is, uh, that really has, has committed themselves to understanding the complete insurance market relative to UAS, because there are some that definitely focus on the industry, be it manned aircraft and or UAS. And so they might, but I would be surprised if they can say, that the policies are the same or they're not the same. But if you go to Skywatch, they can absolutely tell you because they do both, right? So that makes a lot of sense to me. But yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, I don't think it's a super complex conversation. The, in, the insurance industry has really shrunk. I mean, I feel like you've been making a Sherman Act violation argument this entire time. Um, but I, I agree with you that, look, if you want to save money, it's annual. If you really yeah. want to save money, be very specific about which drones you're using for commercial purposes. Man, I just ran into a guy a couple weeks ago who who was who recognized me? He was like, "Hey, are you that guy from Drone You? Yes. Oh, welcome to Foco. Blah blah blah." And and he was essentially saying that um, he had an issue with his drone, and he was using his homeowner's insurance policy. And I was like, "I wouldn't do that if I were you." And he goes, "Why?" And I'm like, "A lot of people have said." 
uh, and previous instructors, I just use my home insurance and policy. I have yet to find anyone who's actually been able to get a payout on a claim. Well, for one that. of the things to be very careful about with that, and yeah, I'm pretty sure business. <laughs> it's the business element. It's the commercial element that those policies are, you might run into trouble with that. I don't want to speak for everyone because all of these companies, the state farms, the all states, the safe codes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, they might have some little idiosyncrasy or you can ask about a writer. So if that is what you want to try to do, let's say you're with all state and you want to try to get your small business insurance for your drone business with them. Just ask the question about, do I need a specific writer if I am doing this for commercial purposes? Because I am like, be very, very clear what you're trying to do, because it's if you don't, there's a good chance that if you're doing something commercially, you're not going to be covered. Yeah, there's a really good chance. Or you're going to get arrested for fraud. So, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know if you I don't want to get into that. No, me neither. (laughs) I I think that's very unlikely. I do too. I suppose technically it's possible. Um, There was something else that I wanted to mention and I can't remember what it is. What about Jen? Oh, go ahead. Well, one of the things I've thought about for, for a long time, because we obviously have so many drones, is I would really like to have a blanket policy. And when it comes to whole insurance... I don't think it exists. And if it does, maybe Global has something for, I don't know, for like, uh, well, even that wouldn't be because now you're talking about flying and I haven't found anybody, certainly not that's reasonably cost or that has a reasonable cost to it where you can just say, I want a whatever, $40,000 blanket policy. It doesn't matter the drone. That would be amazing. And I haven't found that. So if anybody knows about that, let me know. I haven't looked in a while, but I was not able to find that. You still have to list every single drone individually, and that kind of sucks. One hack, I think, with re- relative to the cost, and you didn't ask about this, Jill, but in terms of whole, is you can absolutely choose how much you actually want to cover that drone for. So it might be a $5,000 drone, but if you really think, well, I really would only need $3,000 if something went bad, I'm comfortable self-insuring um, for a part of it, you can set the, the value at $3,000, right? Just keep in mind that there's going to be a 10% um, deductible for whatever value you give it. So those are just some things to think about. I'm, I've not found, I mean, you can, so there's sort of a blanket policy on your on your general equipment and liability, like our drones are covered here, like in, in a fire, but that's different from being out flying it. So I guess there's a lot to think about, but in the end, not a lot has changed. It's other than like everything else in our economy, it's shrinking as to who's offering stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, which is not good for competition. It's not good for the industry as a whole. Yeah. And I just don't know that the industry is large enough for there to be other other players coming into the market. Maybe we need to start a brokerage and have a safety score. Yeah. A reliability score. I, yeah. Like we, I mean, we, well, we didn't have that specifically, but having the relationship that we did with Skywatch was great. Yeah. And then they went away from that. I don't know why they did because they were getting very safe pilots that came through our training, but whatever. I, yeah, uh, never mind. I'm not touching this one with a 10 foot pole. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I hope that answers your question, right on, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it does answer the question. And it's, you know, Jill, such a sweet lady, actually a ray of inspiration in all honesty. And uh, I'm sorry we don't have a better answer for you. Um, I think the clear answer that is what it is. I mean, that, that's the answer. The clear answer is go 
uh, annual. Uh, one question, you know, you said there's not a, like a catch-all policy earlier in the show. Um, would you recommend that drone pilots have a general liability policy on top of an aviation basin policy? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the example of your drones are at your office, it gets broken into and they're stolen. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, would you recommend that that drone businesses have a general liability policy? A hundred percent. Yeah, that's sort of a just a business liability, a business policy yeah. is what those are known as. So you just go and, and you know, you might also want to get professional liability. Some of those things can be very expensive depending on what you're doing. But yeah, that's, that's multi, multifaceted. And that's where a broker can, can come in handy because, for example, I don't believe Skywatch will do like your general liability policy for your business. They are focused on the drone and the liability associated specifically with that drone or with those drones. So you're probably going to have to have a couple of different companies. I know we do for that reason. But yeah, you definitely want to have that 100%. Yeah, 100% indeed. Well, that's going to do it for our show today. Thanks again for joining us. If you have a question, askdroneu.com. I know you have one. A question I would love to hear come into the queue is like, where can a drone pilot's knowledge be used for future jobs, future career, future opportunities? Because I think those opportunities are knocking on our doorstep right now. And having a good systems knowledge of drones and the capacity to fly might open up very serious doors for you in the future. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks again for joining us here at Ask Drone You. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.